Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, a new documentary was just announced today, and I think it's one that you guys are going to be pretty excited about. The title of it is Girl, You Know It's True. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yep. It's about the quick rise and faster fall of Millie Vanilli, of course, the late 80s pop duo that won the Best New Artist Grammy and sold more than 10 million records before losing it all amid a music scandal. The documentary about Fab and Rob will be directed by Luke Corum. He said, quote, Millie Vanilli has made an indelible mark on music and pop culture history, yet the truth of what happened is way more bizarre than anyone knows. There's so many layers, characters, and twists that have never before been revealed. I'm elated to partner with MRC Nonfiction and share the truth behind what has been dubbed the greatest con in music history. So I'm pumped to see that for sure. Yeah, I want to watch it, sure. Knowing there's all these like other crazy interweavings that nobody really knew about. Where's it on? What uh what streaming service? Um it hasn't been announced uh what streaming service it'll air on cuz you know, the the company that is producing it will have to sell it to one of them, but I'll keep you guys posted on it. Tell you what, George, if my uh internet doesn't get put back together at my house, you're going to wind up lapping me when it comes to these episodes of succession because right now I am out of business. I Where no are you streaming. now? What episode are you on? I'm on like season three, episode three. How about you? Oh, I'm already at season three, episode one. I <laughs> I you are taking this thing down so fast. I don't know how you're doing it, man. I mean, I watched them last night. How many did you watch last night? Two. Yeah. Wow. You are catching me quickly. I mean, I'm like one every other night now. Oh, I'm toast. Mm. You're going to wind up, you're going to wind up passing me. You're going to wind up getting to the end and you're going to wind up telling me what happened. Gosh, darn it. Don't do that. Okay. Please. I'll just do it and not tell you. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin it for me. I'm enjoying it. My favorite part of that show, honestly, do you want to know what it is? Tell me. It's how they use the word, the phrase bleep off. Yeah. And it, and it's just everyone uses it, right. and it, it. And it's in so many shapes and forms and fashions that it, it honestly, I actually, it's funny. I went to lunch with a friend of mine today and he wanted, I was going to pick up the tab because I invited him to lunch and it was my invite. So I'm like, I got you. And he's like, no, no, no let's at least split it. And I'm like, bleep off, man. <laughs> I have a question about that. I tried to... I invited someone to lunch and then I tried to pay for it and he wouldn't let me. He refused. Mm. But I said, no, I, I invited you. Isn't that how that works? I don't know. Normal circumstances, the person who does the inviting is the person who's going to grab the bill. Right, right. But but sometimes you come up against somebody and they've got you know a resolution in their mind that they're going to do it. But George, your whole point about bleep off, I'm so glad you brought this up because to me, in my world, if somebody says bleep off to me, like we're, we're having problems. We're having like real issues in our relationship. 
the way that the family, the Roy family uses bleep off in succession, it's no big deal. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just, like, hey, it's five seconds of anger. Now let's get back to what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what, Cappy? Bleep off. Um, I, I will give you a bleep off at an appropriate time. I don't want to just okay. reply to your bleep off with no, you bleep off. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's not how that works. Right. You got to give it to me at the right time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of the right time, Chris Paul, according to one NBA GM, his dream is to play with the Lakers and LeBron James. Lakers first, one Eastern Conference GM texted to Sean Devaney of Heavy.com. It's not definite. A lot can happen, but you'd have to start there. He always had, quote, the dream of being a Laker and playing with LBJ. Um, look, you can have the dream and you can of wanting to be a Laker, and we can go down that rabbit hole. I know for Lakers, it's actually more of a torturous exercise, to be honest with you, because it was obviously the whole... Lamar Odom trade right and like David Stern didn't want to do the deal because of what was going on in New Orleans and like I I get it like I I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole with you but it, it feels like for years we've talked about Chris Paul and that deal getting nixed and then we've talked about subsequent opportunities for him to be with the Lakers and then he ended up with the Clippers for a long time so but I just I told you this yesterday Cappy I just don't see this working um, for a number of reasons. You already alluded to some of them, which is age and availability and things like that. But I just think his leadership style, and I say this with a tremendous amount of respect because I, li I, I like having, uh, I'm okay with people like pushing my buttons. Like I'm fine with that and being blunt, right? And telling me how they feel. Like I'm okay with that. I actually, I, I like a little contentiousness if you haven't figured that out occasionally. But no, no, but, but I don't think that's for everybody. And I just get the sense that not everybody on the Lakers can just manage that situation well because of his ability to just being completely honest with people. So you brought this up yesterday about Chris Paul and you, you, you said pretty much the same thing, meaning you're not sure Chris Paul's yesterday you used the phrase leadership style. And today you're saying you're not sure that his brutal honesty would Which work is part for everybody. Of his leadership style. Yeah. OK. But when you say work for everybody, I, I really would love for you to tell us who you mean. Like, here, here's what I mean by that. OK, well, I, I don't have any specifics. I'm just saying, like, just knowing the personalities that could be involved in the Lakers locker room next year, just based on that. Um, I think there's some people that could handle that and some that couldn't. Well, to me, there's only one personality that counts and there's only one personality that matters. And that is LeBron James. Oh, I and disagree. You, well, I'm just giving it to you like this. If Chris Paul um, would come to the Lakers, if he would have to understand this is LeBron's team and that's the way it is. And you may have some different opinions about how things go, but this is LeBron's team. I think, again, I'm, I'm picking up morsels here. I think that a guy like Anthony Davis would have a personality clash with a guy like Chris Paul if how you're describing Chris Paul's personality is accurate, and I have no reason to believe it's not, but if, if Chris Paul is a tough love sort of a leader, I don't know that Anthony Davis's personality meshes with that. Well, maybe. Maybe he doesn't mesh with that. I think that that's a possibility, sure. Um, and I also think that 
it's easier to be that personality in Chris Paul when you're at the peak of your powers. I think it's a little more challenging to do that when there is a potential for lack of availability and also your skill set has eroded a bit. You are uh, along for the ride as a contributing factor. You are not a carry the team, lead us, um, run our operation, tell us what to do, be the number one. If Chris Paul can be a three, can be a, a an orchestrator, then then okay, I would understand it. But not at 38 years old when when the risk that you're taking is is that he may not be available. And it's not because he hasn't played 60 games or 55 games or however many games he's played in, in the last couple of years per season. It's because he's old and he's going to continue to break down. And if we don't know that as a fact, all we got to do is look at LeBron. That's it. You just got to look at LeBron at 38 years old. I think of LeBron as being superhuman. You told me he wasn't. This year, I, I, I don't know who was right, you or me. Because he did some superhuman stuff, but he also right. got hurt. But what I told you was he wasn't capable of doing that on a, he, at 38 years old. It, it shouldn't be on his shoulders to do that on a nightly basis. Then there's no reason to bring in another 38-year-old guy. Right. And I just don't see it happening. And even with the Clippers stuff, like I mentioned yesterday, I think that's more likely. Um, but I, I'm not even 100% sure on that either. You know what I mean? No, um, there's no 100%, but, you know, again, if, if this conversation is accurate, which is that Chris Paul is kind of a tough love sort of a leader and that some guys on the Lakers, you guys can all decide who we're talking about or who George is talking about. I'm making an assumption here. I think we're talking about a guy like Anthony Davis, but in a guy like in, in, in the Clippers locker room, you know, Paul George is not a boisterous personality leader and we all know what Kawhi Leonard is. So, I mean, I would think it would work better. By the way, this whole story about a GM saying that um, that it was his dream to play for the Lakers. I could see that it was his dream for, to play for the Lakers. I could also see independently it was his dream to play with LeBron James. Was it his dream to play with LeBron James with the Lakers? Was that his dream even before LeBron became a Laker? Yeah. Or is that his dream now? And, and here, here's what I will tell you. Here's the other thing about Chris Paul. I don't see him returning back to Phoenix anymore. Oh, I... I would think that based on the report from earlier this week, when somebody fed that guy, Chris Haynes, this story, uh, like a total PR maneuver, he published the story like he was working in the PR department for Chris Paul. Well, why, why do we a, have to make this so personal? Let's not do that. It, here, here's, um, it's not personal. It's just the it point just, is. It, sound, is it that, sounds that way. No, no, but here's, here's my point. You're my berating point is, is his that, ability to do his job, which is not nice. I'm not berating his ability to do his job. He's I doing mean, a great yes, job. Yes, you are. Just no, just not. He's are. doing a great. The, the guy has relationships, and therefore is able to put that out. But he puts that out because they're like, "This is our guy. He'll write whatever we want." It's just the way it works. It's all good. I, I don't. I don't believe that's how that works either, though. Okay, that's how I believe it works. But nonetheless, the point is, is that once it's put out, to me, that's Chris Paul's way of saying, "I'm out of here, dude. I'm gone." I. And when the when the, the sons are like, well, hold on, what are you talking about? We, we didn't say that. That's Chris Paul making the decision. The power's in his hands, not theirs. He's taking it from them. That's how I believe it went down. Um, you believe that Chris Paul made the decision? I believe that Chris Paul is saying, 
I don't want to be here anymore. So I'm going to tell this Chris Haynes guy that um, they're letting me go. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I may have thought that. And, and, well, not that necessarily what you're saying. I may have thought that it would have been more in his control early on. And maybe um, that was the what the maybe that's what the per, OK. Let me um, let me put my reckless speculation hat here on. OK careful i'm the reckless guy i don't even like the fact that you use that phrase anymore okay let's let's say that i initially would have thought not what you're saying which is like feeding people stuff but what i would say is that perhaps there was a a belief to in my opinion that it, it and and i believe it is true that if they're if they don't want him there for one reason or another it's in his best interest to say well don't trade me just wave me so i can pick where i want to go right that was my mm -hmm. original position mm -hmm. on all of this and i mm -hmm. do believe that is still advantageous for chris paul i don't think mm -hmm. i'm not wavering off of that but what i would tell you is i i believe much like i was talking about earlier um and i mentioned this the other day as well that because of his style right leadership style that after a while that message doesn't work for everybody and i think some people can deal with it and some people can't much like i told you with i think why i don't think the lakers situation may make sense and I think that some of that has happened in Phoenix, um, you know, where they're just maybe guys that are just like, eh, you know, nah, I'm good, you know, on him. <laughs> yeah. And, and what do they do? And they I go think so. I think that so I think so I think for everyone's it's in everyone's best interest that they waive him because it's like you may have a, a locker room issue potentially, potentially. And and again, this is me speculating. This isn't me reporting anything. And also, you then give Chris the freedom to choose his next destination. So, in theory, it can work for both sides. Well, it's awfully reckless of you, George. Awfully reckless. This well, whole concept of, of Chris Paul and his leadership style, and it doesn't work for some guys, and some guys can take it. No, that, I mean, can't. I feel like Chris would tell you that too, though. I don't think that, that's me awfully, speaking, out, speaking out of turn. Awful. Okay. But that's not, the, that's not the reckless part. The, the stuff that oh. I'm. I mean, you that you you clearly missed the point on that part, but it's okay. <laughs> That's all right, because I mean, you remember the whole reckless conversation got started this week when I decided to try and give you my interpretation of what yes. Eric Spolster was saying to Ramona Shelburne, and right. you almost blew a gasket. Well, because what you were alluding to that day made it sound like you were making it seem like he was saying that because she was a female. Um, I was saying he was disrespecting her, male or female. It didn't matter what the person was. Well, I didn't, didn't want matter. you to go down that path. Is what I'm saying. Well, I but I to be honest with you, I really wasn't going down that path. I wasn't. Really but that's say, what it sounded like, which is why I was reeling it back. Well, you should have let me finish. I mean, it's pretty terrifying sometimes to let you finish. <laughs> you're, you mean to tell me you're trying to predict where I'm going to go and you're going to try and cut me off before I get there, even if I'm not going there? Yeah, I'm not letting you take it down like the Titanic. <laughs> you're not the iceberg that's going to take this ship down. Okay, pal. <laughs> You're not also the ship and the iceberg at the same time, okay? Oh, my God. Right. That's hilarious. You were trying to predict what I was going to say. Well, I know, I know what I heard. And speaking of interpretations, and that's all I'm saying. Mm, so nonetheless, right. nonetheless, whether it was that or just the disrespecting of her, it was not a, a disrespect towards her. It was I mean, not. She actually, I, I didn't disrespect she clarified, her. She clarified it the next day on Mason in Ireland. I didn't disrespect her. Not you. She clarified the conversation with Spolstra the next day on Mason in Ireland. 
Okay. I'm just telling you that that's the way I interpreted things. And, and as she's you well telling know, you how it actually went down. Who should we listen to? Her or you? Me. You're definitely. A, you know what? Bleep off. Oh, you know what? You've got me now two bleep offs to zero. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks, Christopher. By the way, I feel like I'm Al and Cappy's like Peggy. Oh, yeah, totally. You mean like I'm really hot and I've got on some leopard skin tight pants and some really high heels? Yes. And I uh, that's got exactly push up yes. bra and the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that's exactly right. it. If Grand in LA wants to Photoshop us as pa- as Al and Peggy, feel free. <laughs> can I be Bud? You can be Bud. <laughs> Laura can be. Uh, what was Christina Applegate's character? I forget. What was her name? Thanks, guys. That makes me feel so good. No, but she was a very important <laughs> character on the show. There was only was, four of them. Guys. I don't. I, I mean, I know her name. I just can't think of it right now. I mean, I know her real name, right? Character married with children. <laughs> this is so funny that none of Kelly us Bundy. It. Kelly, there Kelly. You go. It's okay. I don't want to be her. No, she. I, I mean, want to be Kelly Bundy. Great. She's a pretty important character on yeah, the show. She's great. She's actually got more. Would you like to be? She's got more. I, she's got, I think, more. There, she's probably the more, like, important character. She's more important than Bud. I think Bud has just got like the funnier. He's probably funnier. Yeah, Bud's but funny. like, but but Kelly Bundy was definitely more involved in the show. Yeah, I felt Bud's like. kind of dull. That's why I like him. Keep the expectations low. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry, we only have like six minutes here. So. Okay. So Netflix password sharing crackdown seems to be working. The streaming service has seen a bigger jump in new subscriber signups as a result of the crackdown that it did in the earlier days of the pandemic. So Netflix added 100,000 new accounts on both May 26th and 27th, shortly after the crackdown went into effect. And then in the following days, Netflix has seen a more than 100% increase in signups from the prior 60-day average. So basically, people are getting the message, is this your account? Do you live here? And if you say no, they're like, oh, 
Got to make my own account. So do you guys think that this increase in Netflix subscribers will hold long term? Swipe left or swipe right, George? Uh, look, I, I think there will like I think there will eventually be a way where they're going to figure out like who's cheating on this and who's not. So I think this is kind of like the first real step in that. So um, do I think they will continue to have an increase in subscribers? Um, will these signups like hold? Like, will these people just fall off, or are they gonna they gonna say subscribed? Well, I, I, I mean, honestly, a lot of that depends on the content. Um, I don't watch a lot of Netflix, so I, we literally only have it because my wife watches stuff on there. But so they wouldn't hold me. But I mean, uh, I, I just think there's a lot of competition for content right now. And I think that's where it mostly depends on. Um, are there like are there any good Netflix shows right now? No, the new Arnold one. That's it. The Arnold documentary. Yeah. So then, if that's the case, that I would say no. Swipe left. Cappy, I'm gonna I'm gonna swipe the other direction. I'm gonna swipe right because I think that anybody who got the message that you can't use Netflix by using your mom's password. Um, that person likely went out and said, I must have Netflix. So that person may have been a, a, an early Netflix adopter and may not have all the other ones, or maybe has some of them, but for whatever reason, he or she thinks Netflix is the one they got to have. So for those people that got kicked out because they're not allowed to use their mom's account anymore, those people bought back in. I think they're sticking around. Why has it got to be the people using their mom's account? <laughs> Because you know what? Maybe, my mom maybe, uses my maybe account. Your my mom uses okay. my hey, account. Hey, moms. I told her to hey, get moms lost. out there. If you're, yeah, you're using Lindsay Baseball's account. You can't use that account anymore, mom. Buy it. I told her. I said, get lost, mom. Get your own Netflix. And she did. Most people will forget See? they got it too anyways. It's like, oh, it's I haven't true. watched Netflix in forever. I haven't watched Netflix since I saw that Cocaine Cowboys series, which was now oh, like wow. two was, years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It was good yeah. though. Honestly, I, I want to say there's maybe five things I've watched. Like, I, I will take breaks from Netflix for, like, months at a time because I feel like they're also kind of slow to release content, at least the type of content that I watch. So I'll go months without having Netflix, and then I'll wait and turn it on and be like, oh, there's a couple of things that I might get around to. But, yeah, the, the new Arnold doc is pretty good. Um, so, yeah, besides that, though, I, I don't even remember the last thing yeah. I watched on that. What's next? Because you only have three minutes. Meta has been developing its own version of Twitter that will reportedly be released under the Instagram brand. Meta will use the Instagram login system for account creation and use. Codenamed Project 92, the app's name could be Threads when it debuts. According to The Verge, the text-focused app looks a lot like Instagram without photos and said it's basically just the comment section from IG. Do you guys think we'll see a legit competitor to Twitter anytime soon? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm going to swipe right and say, yeah, I mean, if, if there's one company that can legitimately battle Twitter, I would say it's meta. And if you got rid of the pictures and you just had the comments, that is a Twitter-esque kind of a thing. And I, I just feel like with the election season on the way and there's so much divisiveness and so much misinformation, yeah, I think it. it there is a time coming for a competitor. Project 92. Um, yes, I would agree with Cappy. Swipe right. For all the reasons he alluded to, and they've got already 
all sorts of people that they can just flock to that particular platform. All right, one more. Squeeze it in. All right. Uh, Since he was traded to the Jets in April, Aaron Rodgers has been having more fun than he's had in years. As a result of his radically improved social life and the newfound excitement that comes with playing on a new team, Rodgers is apparently living the dream in the Big Apple. He said, quote, the last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. It's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. How long do you think the honeymoon will last with him in the Jets? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say less than a year because I don't think the Jets are going to be as good as everyone thinks they are. So that's just me quickly. I'm going to say the honeymoon ends when training camp opens. This is I'm new to town. I'm seeing Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm going to Broadway shows and seeing Wicked. I'm hanging out with my new teammates. I think once training camp starts, the honeymoon is over. All right. And Radio Tinder's over and this show is over. Game four of the NBA Finals is coming up next. Denver leading 2-1 to one against Miami. Radio Tinders presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Cappy, we have be drinking 15. some tomorrow. Yes, we will. drinking some Tequila Mandala at the Mandy's tomorrow, buddy. I'll see you there. Okay, we'll see you there. Get better internet for Monday. How about that? Excellent work, Cappy. Oh, Cappy, one more thing. Are you there? Yeah. Real real quick. Great job, Lindsay. Great job, Laura. One last thing, Cappy. Bleep off. <laughs> <laughs>